0: Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up.
1: They're coming to get you, Barbara.
0: Okay, he's dead. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right. Welcome to our super mega regular sized Friday the Thirteenth special. Yeah, it's definitely A regular
1: sized Friday.
0: It's definitely well, it's extra regular regular sized. Um,
1: What's extra regular sized?
0: <laughs> like you can't get much more regular than this. Guess how many
1: hours are in this day, folks?
0: 24 I mean I I guess that's like most most days.
1: Yeah, that's a regular sized day.
0: Well, anyway, it not, it's it's it a it regular hard? it's it's a regular episode. But this this will be out for Friday the 13th. And guess what we're doing uh Friday the 13th. Not one of the best ones, but of oh, Friday the 13th. I figured this is the most recent one to come out. It's kind of um, like amalgamation of uh, certain things from all the different titles over the series. So I figure it's the first first uh, one in the franchise that we're doing. So this is a good one to start with. When did uh, Freddy vs. Jason come out? Two thousand two thousand and three. That 2003. That was the first uh, Friday the 13th movie I saw in theaters. I was 13. Man. I mean this was the second one I saw in theaters. They didn't release that many in that amount of time. This is actually that was the crazy part with this one is since they have that ongoing rights battle between um Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller there hasn't been a Friday the 13th movie since 2009. I want you to do that math real quick for me, book. It's 2021 from okay. 2009 to 2021. How many years is that?
1: Hold on. I need a piece of scratch paper. Three. All
0: right, while you're doing that, three, uh, crunch it. Crunch the numbers, Thir- boy.
1: Thirteen. Thirteen.
0: Goddamn. A long time.
1: I mean, 13 years ago. I don't even know what I was doing 13 years ago. What grade uh, was I in? Thirteen.
0: I was a, I was a junior in high school because I went and saw this in theater with your brother came too. Um, it was in, came out February thirteenth, two thousand and nine. So yeah, I was a, I was a you junior. Junior that. No, I was a junior. Right. Wait, you, you graduate? No, I I graduated in nine. Yeah, I was a senior.
1: Boom. Um, yeah. Senior. Yeah. So that means I was uh, sixth grade.
0: Still couldn't read.
1: I couldn't read now,
0: that's what I'm saying. That's what the still okay all right, all right, we are are we're already off track here on our super mega extra regular size episode of Friday the thirteenth um but uh we're doing it, doing it. we're in this.
1: I'm here might as well uh might as well have some fun with it, you know, yeah,
0: all right, well, we're back with another one here uh I'm John. And I'm bugged. Yes, you are. You did it, buddy.
1: Participation trophy.
0: I'll
1: get you. I'll get you a trophy, man. Either that, or just give me a gold star. I like to put gold stars on on the uh, ceiling and look up at them at nighttime.
0: Well, if you don't get the ones that glow in the dark, then um, it's not going to really show up unless you sleep with the light. Oh, that's right. You do sleep with the lights on.
1: I'm a scared of the dark.
0: Yikes. <laughs> Alright, well
1: you wanna hop into this one here, Bug? Um we yeah, I mean, might as well.
0: Yeah, I mean what else are we gonna do? What what else have you been up to in the past week? Anything exciting happening down there in North Carolina?
1: Um no, not really. I've just been this is, like, uh, my first real chance of, like, adulting. And so far, I haven't burned the house down. I haven't burned myself. I haven't drowned anyone or myself. Um, I haven't cut anyone or myself. And, yeah, that's pretty much about it.
0: If I hear you use the word adulting one more time, I will beat you in the street. That's your one free Ooh. pass. <laughs> That's it,
1: adulting.
0: Yes, just stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid sounding.
1: How else would you put it? This is my first time being a young
0: adult. Like, no, because you're not a young adult.
1: <laughs> well, what would you say then? How would you? How would you describe?
0: You would just say this is your first time being on your own. I'm growing
1: up, I guess.
0: <laughs> Getting taller.
1: I wish if I was getting taller right now it would be like a dream come true. <laughs> I I won't be happy until I hit at least
0: 6'10, 6'11. you you're being greedy, man. There's some people that wish I could grow like way taller.
1: Yeah, and I'm one of those people. <laughs>
0: I know just that's, that's me, greedy. Like, you have already got like enough of the height. Like I don't give know. Give me what...
1: 5 more inches and I'll be cool. All
0: right. Well, 6' Hey, are we six gonna, five we're we're getting it We'll hop into the uh, plot synopsis here. Friday the 13th, 2009. So this isn't necessarily like a remake. It's like a reimagining. They take pieces uh, from parts one through four. So like quick recap, the original first Friday the 13th, Jason's mom's the killer at the camp. It's revealed at the end. A lot of times people get that mixed up. Classic scene in Scream, where uh, that was one of the questions the killer's at, the killer asked. Uh, second one's bagface Jason. He's like somehow in a short amount of time is a full grown person. They never really explain that, but uh, he has a burlap sack. That's what that one's most known for, remembered for. Uh, third one is when he first gets the hockey mask, and the fourth one is where he ends up. first time technically getting killed off the final chapter uh but he wasn't gone too long there but what they do with this film kind of take bits of pieces and set it like modern times and so it has the feel like the overall mythology but it's not technically a remake but it is more of a re re reimagining to try to reboot the series there Um, story starts off you, you open with uh throwback to the original there Jason's mom going to kill a camp counselor camp counselor has the machete kills her a little twist on that turns out Jason was there and saw that in some of the in some of the originals I think maybe in the second one one of the people telling like the legend of Jason mentioned that like he was there and was watching but that was always like I don't know part of the myth uh but in this they show that he had been there watching flash forward to the modern times uh group of i believe six five or six camper campers going out into the woods Five. Five, so five. okay so it was uh two couples and then the one extra friend um he's the one that has the gps they're walking so unbeknownst to some of the other camp counselors two of the guys heard uh rumors of a huge pile of, like stockpile of weed out there that they're going to cut up take back and sell so that's like under the guise of uh, getting your friends together going camping having a good time but they had other ulterior motives so they they head out there things starting getting down to business uh the one the guy that's not paired off with the other couple He actually stumbles upon where the weed is. Turns out Jason's in the woods there. He kills him first, comes back, kills the one in the tent, the two other people that were out uh, exploring. He gets the guy, the girl comes back, discovers the one other guy is in a bear trap in a very cool scene that I might think might be the highlight of the movie. Uh, She comes over to try to help him out of the bear trap and Jason comes running like blistering fast and just sticks him in the head with the machete and then it looks like he's going to kill her boom cut 25 minutes into the movie the first title drop on the screen friday the 13th which i'm not sure if it still is but i know at the time it had the record for like in a horror movie how the longest amount of time before the title drops um so then the movie kind of takes a 180 from there And it goes, I believe, six or nine months into the future. And it turns out the girl that you last see, you think she gets killed. Um, But her brother, played by Jared Padlecki, people might know from Supernatural. Never really got into that show book, but uh, I know he was popular for that. Chicks love him. Uh, He is looking for a sister who was that girl um and then you get in, introduced to your second cast of the teenagers um you got like the rich rich douchey dude that has some pretty funny lines in there uh you have his girlfriend you have uh, three of his other friends um and then one of his friends has his girl her girl uh i guess there's two other girls there as well I'm not crunching the math on that book. It's late, so I'm not going to do that. But basically, it gets to the point where Jason starts attacking the lake house that those guys are staying at. Uh, I'm not going into spoilers there, uh, but the main dude, Clay, Jared Padlock, his character eventually finds out that his sister was still alive and that Jason had taken her captive. Um He's ma- able to get her free um and not spoil on it. I mean it is well at a thirteen year old movie now. But um yeah, it basically plays out like how a Friday the thirteenth does with a few minor little twists in there. Uh anything else you wanted to add about the story of their book or no, I I, I mean that's pretty much you it, yeah.
1: Yeah, he did a pretty good job at summing it up. I do have one question
0: though. Yeah.
1: Was this supposed to be like how the 2019 Halloween was like it's supposed to have uh
0: No, like no. just
1: the first movie and then like skip all the ones in between and then this one
0: No, it's technically this Friday the 13th is technically like a reimagining of the overall mythology just taking bits and pieces from um, The different movies like in this one Jason starts with the bag head that's a reference to part two. He gets the hockey mask reference to part three. Um, the scenes at the beginning are referenced to part one with his mother um, from the first one there. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's some other certain ways people are killed are very reminiscent of of different films in the trilogy. So it was more of overall, they took like the mythology, mythology of Jason and what has happened in the, in the original franchise and kind of just Made it for the modern time, whereas the Halloween the 2018 one that came out, that's I guess the term people use like a legacy sequel. And what they do is these long franchises that get these convoluted different timelines and things. What you do is you just throw away all the sequels and you just go back and make a sequel to the first one. Um, so that's like what Halloween 2018 is with the original Halloween.
1: That's and, like what Disney's gonna do with the new Star Wars, right? They're just gonna throw out seven, eight, nine, pretend they didn't exist, and remake. I, make I them. mean, there's
0: rumors, but who who knows what the fuck they're gonna do? Um, I do know that from reading a few things on this one, because Friday Thirteenth has always been like of like the major slashers, like my favorite one. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a big Halloween fan, like Nightmare on Elm Street as well. But my favorite slasher series was. Um, Friday the 13th with this one there was initially talks that what they would do is do the legacy sequel route and what they would do is they take the first four movies say they happened and from five on just say those never happened and pick up in the fifth one Um, because I I don't know if you've ever seen the fifth one but that's very like divisive among the fans because spoiler alert and this came out in 19 Oh, you—you'd actually probably know the math on this one. This came out—that one came out, one came out in 1985. So how long ago is that?
1: Uh, what is that? Thirty six years ago?
0: A little, little bit much. Thirty-five.
1: Thirty-six. It's
0: 2021. Yeah, but it depends on where it came out. It probably. Oh, yeah, you're right. It probably came out somewhere. In the second half yeah. of the season. Yeah. All right, so that's fair enough. Thirty-six years ago. Um so thirty-six year old spoiler. Uh the killer in Friday the thirteenth, part five isn't Jason. It was Roy, <laughs> the medic. There, I saved you from watching that movie. Hey, you probably knew that from playing uh, the video games though.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I I don't never seen the movie, but I have uh read that about it was it was Roy, not actually Jason.
0: Yeah, so what they were gonna do is instead of that and another big contention among the fans is between after Part Four, like obviously Part Five doesn't fall in that because Jason's not in it. But the next time you see Jason in a movie is when he gets resurrected. So from that point on, he was supernatural, um, like zombie Jasons, what what they call him. Uh, so pretty much the thought was because that was devi- divisive among the fans that they would go back to Part Four, say after Part Four, picking up. Part five, whole different thing. So they were, they almost did go the Lego sequel route uh, when planning this out, but they ended up, decided not to do that. I think I, I'd, sure. probably, I'd probably like to like that'd be cool to do, but I do like like my favorite Friday Thirteenth movies, Part Six. So
1: I'm sure eventually they'll do that. But
0: like parts, yeah, Part Six and Part Four are like my one A one B.
1: Just in case Hollywood's listening, uh, we are available for director. Um, (laughs) If you don't want to hire us as director, I will gladly get you guys coffee.
0: That's cool. Boogie, you can't be a director, man. You can barely even remember to put pants on when you leave for work.
1: I know how to say action.
0: Yeah, I guess. Some some of them the series, it seems like that's all they did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I can make the cut.
0: Uh, you want to hop into a little pros and cons action on this super mega regular-sized episode? Uh, I just yeah, like saying it. that. I don't
1: know why. It's a regular-sized episode. That That's all it is.
0: That's all it is, man. All in all Take is it, all we leave are. it.
1: It's just regular.
0: All right, dude. Pros and cons. Hit me with them.
1: Pros and cons. You go first.
0: <laughs> always, it's like you're always just still thinking of it when we're doing this. Um. So I'll start with the pro on this one. Uh, I thought Jason's look was very good on this. Um, I wouldn't say the best in the series, but some of the attentions to detail I like. Uh, one of the things with this one, I read the mask in this one they actually built from the original mold and part three but they kind of made it grittier roughed it up a little bit i like that um jason was huge bulky and i'd say one of the most intimidating in all of the series like he was intense um so i guess along with that pro i i like Derek mears who played jason this one i liked his performance um he was genuinely scary which is tough because after so many sequels it was like you're more or less rooting for jason And it's not really about him, like, popping out and being scary, but some of the scenes, like, he he was brutal. He was brutal and efficient. Uh, So as far as that, I thought the look was great. Minus one thing, that, like, thin, wispy white hair that he had, like, sticking out of, like, the back of the mask. I don't know. I could have done without that. But overall, I thought they did a great job on the look.
1: Like uh, Like the 90s grandma hair look?
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: She's way past her prime and her hair is just, it's
0: just hanging around. Hey man, we don't hate, we don't hate grandmas on the podcast.
1: We don't hate, I'm not hating on grandmas, That's I'm just what, describing it so, grandmas.
0: Dude, it sounds like you're hating on grandmas.
1: This, why would I hate on grandmas
0: I want you a regular size episode? On a regular sized episode, sized episode. you're going to come out here and hate on grandmas? Look, I, I want am you, not. I want you to release a statement right now, denouncing your hatred for grandmas.
1: I do not. I will not ever hate grandmas across the globe. That being said, I love my grandma. All
0: right, we can get back to it. Which All right,
1: we... I got. I got a con for you. Okay. And I don't know if I don't know how you feel about this one, but uh, some of his kills, and this one in particular, kind of bothered me.
0: Yeah, that was my next. I'm not even to cut you off here. That was my next con. The
1: boat kill. Did that one bother you with the arrow? The arrow. That's the one that. That's the one that bothered me. So
0: I actually do have a little bit of an archery background, so kind of, kind of does. Like you know how hard you would have to shoot an arrow through a skull for it to come through. But it's, it's a horror movie. Suspend your suspension of disbelief there. Like it'd be a hell of a shot also like i, I get yeah. it that he's like a survivalist guy but like how who taught him how to shoot that like there was no one at the camp
1: it would be near impossible that my first thought exactly was that was like oh like he grew up like he was at this camp you know and like when i was at camps like that like yeah we had we did like archery and shooting and stuff like that but not enough for me to nail like like a hundred yard shot with a on a uh, hit a guy that's like driving a he, boat, you know, yeah. moving and ten miles an hour. You know,
0: about a hundred yards out off the of shore too. Yeah, like that'd be a difficult shot. But I'll let that go. I did like the kill immediately after that with on the dock, and he sticks the machete down through, and then pulls her up, and then she slides off the machete, and you get to see. I B- did, and you get to see baby.
1: I did. I did <laughs> like that one, but it was kind of like the cliche, dumb like horror kill you know like
0: i think that was maybe one of the few like unique kills you never really see another kill like that in slasher like other slasher movies i think the big problem with this is the vast majority and i think a lot of people would like the movie better if the kills weren't bland like the only kills i really liked were, were that the machete in the dock i liked when he ran at that dude full speed and stuck the machete in his head when he was in the bear trap And I liked when he just picked up that axe and just sniped the dude trying to run away. Other than that, they were just real bland and real quick. And, I mean, I guess reading about what they were going for with this is Jason was more like a survivalist and about being efficient and stuff like that. So, like, I get what they're going for, but, like, that's not really what the fans are looking for in the movie.
1: No, but the, the... The best kill overall I think was when he sniped the guy with the axe. And then he let him sit there for a little bit, like and they, they mentioned it in the movie that they were using him as bait to get the other ones out there so he can like kill the other ones. And I liked how like eventually Jason just gave up on the bait and he just picked him up and threw him on his back and the axe went like straight through his chest. Like I, mm-hmm. I like that. That was a yeah, good Yeah, So did
0: I, but speaking of that scene, I think there were some issues with editing or maybe dialogue how it was written in this movie. Cause if you look at that scene, then immediately after the one chick's like screaming like, shut up, shut up, shut up, because that dude gets killed, but no one's saying anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I some of the dialogue and some of the way that this movie movie was edited, I would definitely say is a con. Um and just overall some of like the story choices. Like I, I think it was kind of cool how they were showing like the different the time periods and switching like you had the start of it. So you get that and people know the mythology already and then the first group of kids and then a couple months later, second group of kids, but how they decided to tie those together um, and some of the different aspects of that I thought didn't work very well.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Some of the, some of the, uh, the jumps they had between scenes the mm-hmm. Transitions I'd say were kind of uh kind of off, and and that you pointed out one that I was actually going to bring up the one when she was like screaming, Stop, stop, stop. Like, no, she was yelling, it, shut, up, no shut, up, shut, up, shut up, shut up, shut up, and shut up, shut up. Yeah, but
0: no one was talking at all.
1: No, it, it, it's it, it was the the all the kids in the cabin they're they're talking about like going to go help them, not going to go help them, and then they stop talking to listen to them, and then the camera cuts to. Jason out there like finishing his kill, mm-hmm. and then it cuts back to the girl in there, with like covering her ear, saying "Shut up, shut up, shut up." Like it was,
0: it was weirdly it edited. Been, yeah, it could have um, been edited better. And some of the shaky cams kind of nauseating. Like I get it, they're running, but like he didn't have to do the shaky cam. Um, that being said, there was some lines of dialogue that were absolutely hilarious. Can you guess what I was? Uh, I, I was. I really liked.
1: Uh, probably during the opening scene. I can't remember it exactly.
0: Uh, there's some good I'm, ones I'm... that, but my favorite lines in this movie are when the, the super rich dude, Travis is hooking up with not his girlfriend.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And when he's like, he's like, the first thing he says, he goes, those tits are stupendous. And then uh, later on he goes, Oh my God. He goes, those tits are so juicy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's like real like they definitely nailed like the the douchebag dialogue on that
1: like the uh, what is the stereotypical like Chad I think is what people call him yeah douchey white uh, rich daddy that's that's Chad for you
0: yeah um I think it's some other other I thought I thought uh Jared Padlocky he was pretty pretty solid as the main dude Clay I, I thought his performance was pretty well, pretty strong. Um, Travis, the dude that played, well, I don't know if his name's Travis. but I know the actor's name, Travis Van Winkle, that played, like, the douchey rich dude. He was great uh, in that role. He, like, nailed being a, a douche. Um, and then another one, his his buddy, Andrew Yu, his, his Asian friend, was absolutely hilarious in this. I thought he stole the show.
1: Yeah, he did a good job as the uh, comedic relief in this, I thought.
0: Like the one scene when he falls and breaks the chair, and the rich dude gets all pissed like he's like that's my 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 grandfather's chair so it's a family heirloom, like you better fix it, and he goes aside, I was like, this is a chair that I used to get beat on, like just some of the things he said he' was that,
1: when he uh when the one guy brings out the bong and he's like he's like he's like you were we caught you cheating last week. we caught you cheating with the little pipe." Like, no baby, I wasn't cheating on you. I wasn't cheating on you talking to the bong like yeah. that, you know. I thought that was hilarious. The uh um the the one man Eric Mears, the guy who played Jason was six foot five.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's I'm pretty, qualified. Um you're you're more lurpy, like you walk around like uh oh, dum, do dum, do dum, do dum. You know, like people people don't know what you look like, but they'll get it from that music. <laughs>
1: Uh speaking no, of I'm not like three hundred pounds that's what I imagine
0: <laughs> speaking of the music though um he uh wait Derek Mears is only six five, yeah, he's me, only six five me and your brother met him in person before at Steel City comic con yeah, the same one we met uh Tony Todd candyman. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was he was super nice dude, but I thought he was taller than that because I'm six two and he seemed like way taller than six five.
1: Nah, it looks like he's he's only at least on Wikipedia they have him listed at six five. Yeah, that's weird. That that could change at any time. I once looked up Danny DeVito one day, it said he was four foot three. The next, he said he was five foot one. <laughs> I still don't know how tall Danny DeVito is.
0: He's not not very is the answer. Not very. So I'm gonna go with four foot three. Another con I had though, it, it, thinking about it here now. Um, so in the original trilogy, they always had the great score by Harry Was it Harry Manfredi? Like the like the when you think of Friday Thirteenth, like the classic music. Like it's not like Halloween, like that music. But you you know if you hear it, like the dun 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 dun, and like that whole thing playing through, um, and then the classic Jason like. Shh, shh. <sighs> They didn't really use that in this movie like a very small tiny parts there's also times where it was just like dead silent where like some type of music would have definitely helped it out but they just, it just feels like very sparse like they didn't really use much of like a musical score in this which is kind of a letdown because that definitely like especially the classic Friday the 13th song uh, theme song like that that definitely helps to build tension And just feel more like a Friday the 13th movie, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I think they only used the classic in the very beginning, like, before they even, like, Mm -hmm. showed that this is Friday the 13th, you know, like, before even, like, the opening scene. But it was, like, a a remix or, like, an alternate version of it, you know? Yeah. So, like, you could hear it, but it wasn't, like... Which, speaking of remixes of
0: that, the best remix of that is Friday the 13th Part 3 with, like, the disco remix. Great. I might throw that on after this episode, this regular sized episode.
1: Just a super extra regular sized episode. Um,
0: what was the other thing I was thinking about with this? Uh, As Jason, oh, I did like. Any of the, I did like the use of that's the song Sister Christian. And what ran? I did too. Yeah. All right, here, here's one for you. Before you you say your next pro con. What look did you prefer in this one? The baghead Jason or Jason with the mask? Um, I'm gonna say bag head Jason. I'm gonna agree with you. I thought baghead Jason looked sick. Like in, in the original Friday thirteenth part two, when he has the bag head. Yeah. Um, it kind of looks goofy, like the shape of it, but it is kind of creepy with just that one eye peeking out. Uh but it's kind of goofy. A little bit like he's wearing like overalls and like a, a flannel shirt underneath, it was kind of weird. But like, I think of all the Friday 13th movies, that Friday 13th part two and this one, they have the two most aggressive Jasons, which actually makes him kind of scary. Um, but I thought in this one, the baghead Jason looked like terrifying with like the form fitting like bag up on the face. Like, I that looks awesome. I think that that's probably the best look in this movie.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I, it was it was more like frightening in my opinion. Him with the bag.
0: Yeah, that scene and like he couldn't really make out like when he acts the accident the one dude accidentally stumbles upon him in that in the woods there when he was looking for the weed and he's like oh shit. And he comes running at him like 100 miles an hour. Like that's they did a good job on that. Uh, but that made me think of another con now too as well. So, before this movie came out, like, in the press and stuff, like, their their media, like, tour interviews, they were saying about how, in this one, they really made, like, an iconic scene where Jason gets his mask, like, takes off the bag and gets his other mask because they know how important to the franchise the hockey mask is. And then when you get in there and you see the movie, it's, like, the dumbest scene. Like, he accidentally, like, knocks over something in this old, like cluttered pile on, on this like farm building where like he killed the one guy out it one, one guy at and it's like he just picks it up and then puts it on there's like nothing iconic about it it was like kind of dumb because they hyped it up and then it was like nothing like in the original part three he just goes in kills the guy that has it and then next thing you know he walks out of the barn with the mask like all right nothing crazy but obviously it was huge for the franchise but there was nothing special about the way they did it in this it's like normally i would just let it go but like when you hype it up in in your uh pre-production like pre-release interviews and stuff and then that's like the scene that you hyped up like that was not iconic that was just stupid
1: yeah I, i agree with you there it was it was i mean there was a point to it because it's iconic and it's a classic but at the same time this movie didn't he didn't really have to do that you know he could have he could have just like walked over picked up the bag that he was that he was using after it got ripped off his head and just put it right back on and well that no one probably would have blinked a blinked an eye you know that
0: that but like if you're gonna say it it's such a big moment like he could have just done the same thing just picked the mask up but like don't hype it up like he did anything like the you you made a real classic horror scene because you did it like he just found it and then he put it on like you could have had it, but you could have made it something cool, but they didn't um so what were you saying before was it a pro was it a con what were you what were you thinking
1: uh it was it was neither so
0: like an observation
1: this, yeah so you obviously know this franchise much better than I ever could imagine um has Jason ever kidnapped or captured uh someone before and like held him
0: Perfect. Hostage. Perfect, Boogie. Lead me to my next con. Uh no, he has not. Um that is not like part of his character. And I get it it's their reimagining and, but it, it just it seems weird. Like there's been brief moments like um in part two where the the person and uh you'd be familiar with this, it's in the video game too, but when the person the Amy Steele was the per- the girl that played her. I can't remember what her name in the movie was, but she puts on Jason's mom's sweater because she finds it at like the little shrine he has in his old uh, like shooting shack shed that he lives in, and is able to trick him and pretend like to be the mom. And I guess in this one they were playing paying uh, like tribute to that, and this girl looked like his mom, so she decided not to kill him, but she chained him up and she was down there for what like 6 9 months like was he feeding her or they just seemed out of character for Jason like i i think for a short time like he would have thought that was like his mom or something like that or could psychologically like trick them but then like i feel like after a while like his rage and anger he would just kill her or just probably just killed her in the first place too i don't i don't know i just thought that was weird i didn't like that from like a story standpoint i thought that was weird
1: yeah, I thought it was weird. I thought uh, exactly what you said. I thought eventually, like, yeah, she she kind of looked like his mom. But as soon as every time he would approach her, I'm sure she'd probably, like, flip her shit. Mm-hmm. And just start screaming, cussing, trying to, like, any time he approached her, he would, like, kick her away or whatever, you know? Like, I imagine
0: like he would he'd probably just, like, rage her. quit and just yeah. be like, oh. Rage quit. That's a good way to put it. Um, but that and leads me... done with it. That leads me to another issue that I had with the movie. So, I I have to look up real quick what her name was. Um, but the the douchey guy's girlfriend starts like taking an interest in um, the the brother that's searching for his sister, the one that's kidnapped, played by Jared Padlacki Clay. Um, and they go off and do some searching in the cabins and stuff themselves. Uh, while her boyfriend, um, let's see here, Trent. So Travis Van Winkle, which is a funny real person name, plays the dude Trent, the rich dude. Uh, His girlfriend is Jenna, played by Danielle Panabaker. Um, So it's kind of set up that like, she's going to be the final girl. Clay's going to be like the final guy. Um, And then they end up, Find out the sister's alive and they rescue her so you're like, okay, it's like a weird thing and then immediately Jenna's killed like she's just taken out. so like you kind of like built that up it was just like awkwardly placed in the story like I feel like they had too many characters that they focused on maybe I don't know it was just it was just a like a weirdly constructed overall story to me
1: no, I completely agree it was like the it's like they're building a u-shaped bridge for whatever reason. You're not trying to cross the river. You're just like moving a little bit down the line with it. Like it was, it's, there's, it's
0: pointless. It's dumb. Yeah. That, I mean, that'd be a good way to put Jenna's character in there. Like she was only in there to like move the plot. And then when it was no longer needed, then she was just gone. It's just weird. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I think this script, like it wasn't terrible, it wasn't poorly done. Like overall, I enjoyed the movie, but it could have definitely been better. I think they could have, um, a couple more passes on the script maybe rework some dialogue and edited it better and i think it could have turned out much better um, but the, yeah those was some of the weird things like i don't know i don't really got any other pros and cons like I, I think i covered it but you got anything else
1: not that i can think of really i mean we pretty much covered the basics of it I'd be I'd be happy if we moved on to the next section. Yeah. At this point, I think we covered covered enough pretty of mu- our asses.
0: Yeah, pretty much. We're just hey, we're just in double coverage out of here. Lockdown. It's just a regular episode. Lockdown defense on a regular episode, bud. <laughs> a super
1: super duper extra regular size episode.
0: Extra regular um Extra. oh i thought of one more i didn't like the the dude was just it was kind of funny because of how bad it was and like the dialogue was shitty but the the guy when he's taking the posters for his sister and it turns out the guy that jason ends up killing to get his mask but that weird like redneck that was working on that dude's farm just like his lines were just like people don't really talk like that i don't it was just weird it just seemed like a dude that wasn't like a redneck dude trying to play a redneck
1: Dude, I I don't know if you've ever met a redneck before.
0: Dude, do you you know my family or no? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Jeez. No, I don't know. It just wasn't.
1: Some of it was all right. Some of it was just like cringy, you know?
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I could have definitely, the script could have done like another dialogue pass and would have been better off. But uh, it's a slasher movie. It's besides the point. Um, what was your favorite kill in it again? The snipe with the axe. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's. I'd probably land on that one. Um, either that or when he sticks the machete in the dude's head, like running full speed, that was stuck in the bear trap. I d- I like the way that was filmed too, because she turned around and here he is, like full speed, and boom, he just like sticks it in her head and like. There's no hesitation, it just showed how savage he was, like pulls it back out, and next thing he's right after her again i liked I liked how that was done. What do you think about uh like that's another awkwardly constructed scene, like the scene where Trent dies the rich dude like so he's like real weird, like he doesn't want to come up to that dude's truck, but he knows like that dude's not like Jason, like he's already seen what he looked like kind of. And then, like, he's still, yeah, like, and then it's just an awkward, like, amount of time he's just standing there. And then he gets stabbed onto, like, that thing's for, like, bailing hay that sticks off the back there, which I thought was cool looking, but it was, like, just kind of weird. It was weird how they, like, had that scene set up and it, like, lingered for a little bit too long.
1: Yeah. And, and it was just, it, to me, it didn't make any sense. Like, to me, it, it seemed like, the they just ran out of like type of kills for them to do so they just kind of winged it there like it was unnecessary i thought yeah it it was you could see clear as day like the person in the truck was not jason yeah i would be cautious personally uh because like the guy in the truck did have like a weird like wave for him to come up you know but at the same time, like, you just saw Jason. You know exactly where he is. There's, It's impossible for him to be in that truck already, you know?
0: Yeah, so the way way that I would have uh, shot that scene, what I would have done was, like, the truck, because like, it almost hits him, but then it stops. So it stops, and I'd have the guy in the truck, like, when he stopped, he'd be like, oh, shit, and, like, lean out. And be like, hey, you all right? He's like, hey, can I get a ride? And then i have him, like, wave him on. And when he waves him on, I'd just have him... Him go like he's gonna come up and get in the truck, and Jason just grab him and just stab him in the back of that thing. Like, and, and you could tell that, like, that was something that they were proud of as a scene. Because earlier in the movie, if you watch when it first, they first, um, when Clay is dropping off the flyers and he meets that redneck dude working, um, on the farm, Clay walks past the truck, and the scene kind of lingers on the back of the truck with the, uh, the spike where where you stick the bales of hay and so like they foreshadowed it, which I mean that's good film making, but when it came to the scene, it was such a poorly constructed scene like you could have had a cool kill there i what I would have done is I would have had him just grab Trent by the head and just smash him right down head first but but that definitely did hurt the film overall it was like they just weren't creative with their kills in general, and that's something that the franchise has been known for like even in the lesser sequels, they still have full kills on them.
1: All right. Uh, You want to get into some reviews and uh, our ratings of it?
0: Yeah, sounds good. I think we hit all the pros and cons there on this regular extra, extra regular size episode.
1: This super, 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 very regular, Travis Van Winkle-sized regular episode. Whoa. I just like saying the dude's name, Travis yeah. Van
0: Winkle. He, You know what else he was in? No, what else? I don't recognize him from anything. <laughs> he was in the first Transformers. No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was in the first Transformers, and that was also produced by Michael Bay. And he produced this as well. With, like, Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Wow. Yeah. Small world. All right. Do you want to go first uh, with your ratings, recommendations?
1: Uh, I guess so. I mean, keep it regular-sized here. Um, Very regular-sized here. Recommendations, anyone who's a fan of the horror, slasher genre, I think this is uh, is a good film to watch because it's a... different adaptation of it in my opinion um but if you if, if you consider like slashers horror films up your alley i would consider I, I would seriously consider watching this film rating um i would probably give it like a 6.5 7 maybe maybe 7's pushing it in my opinion 6.5 out of 10 i think uh i think it, overall it was good it definitely had some uh hiccups here and there but at the end of the day, I was entertained, and if I'm entertained, in my opinion, instantly that's that's over the hump. That's a, that's over a five out of ten. So I'm gonna go with six point five out of ten for my final answer. Lock it in for this regular, very regular sized episode.
0: Extra regular sized. Um. All right. Well, yeah, I would agree with pretty much everything you said. Um. I think. I mean, obviously, if you're a fan of. Friday thirteenth we haven't had a new one in thirteen years now. um you've definitely already seen it if you're a fan of that franchise um but is as far as like any group of people like if you're a horror fan, watch it like I'm sure most people have if you're die hard, but you feel like you're a younger person just getting into it um it's a good place to to get started with the franchise um Could it have been better, yeah. Uh, but I was still entertained. There's definitely a lot of flaws with this movie. And they have they could have definitely went over it and had a better product in general. Uh, but I'd probably give it a 7.24. I don't even know where I got that number from. 7.24. But it's, it's entertaining. I would I definitely... I think that's
1: uh, 2 degrees, Calvin, if I'm not mistaken actually
0: I think you're mistaken uh, I, I think Calvin's pretty cold
1: <laughs> We'll we'll chalk that up for the scientists We can't be doing background. that much
0: math on this episode book it's a regular sized extra special regular sized episode
1: That's my bad that's too much math Too much math
0: dude you were doing math in here and I didn't even check yet to see if those numbers added up I got to crunch they some numbers up. I know they add up if not, I'll just edit it in post. it'll be you saying the number, and then it'll just be like a stop and then it, I'll put a different number in there we'll yeah we can we
1: can cover our bases here just in case I messed up the numbers just uh just uh add this over what I said twelve thirteen <laughs> fourteen eleven question mark,
0: yeah, just uh, use that just in case yeah, you gave us the range there um but yeah i'll I'll go seven point two four um it's not the best in the franchise it's definitely not the worst in the franchise uh it's the shame it's a shame that it's the last one that we've gotten and until that lawsuit gets solved it's the last one we're gonna have for a while um especially with like the success that you're seeing right now with the halloween franchise coming back under blumhouse um this would be a perfect time and as the box office showed this movie made a ton of money like people still like Jason's iconic, just like Michael Myers' iconic people still go and show up in a movie theater to see that. Um, but yeah, check it out, watch it, it's entertaining. You Do see it. you see boobies. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of nudity in this. I was not expecting that. From a Friday
0: the thirteenth movie.
1: I mean every the from the ones that I've seen, there's like a little bit, but there's like
0: I've from like the, the remakes, reimaginings that they were doing in like the 2000s, like Texas Chainsaw, uh, Halloweens and stuff. I guess Halloween had a little bit, but yeah, this one definitely had more than you were expecting from a Platinum Dunes film. But uh, yeah, that's that's Friday, Thirteenth, two 2009. Well, it gives and... it a six and a half, maybe a seven. I gave it a 7.24. Watch it.
1: Do it. Hey, just do it. If anything, just appreciate that this has been a super, very regular sized episode.
0: Super, extra, mega, regular sized episode. We're in super it. Duper-duper. duper. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up here. What's uh, uh what are you doing uh with your Friday thirteenth? I'm gonna release this on Friday.
1: Uh, my Friday thirteenth. Uh, I will be working... celebrating. And then I'll probably watch a movie, and then maybe, you know what, I think I'm going to get some North Carolina barbecue.
0: God damn, you dog. You dirty, regular-sized dog.
1: Ooh, that's a regular-sized rack of the ribs right there. Ooh. ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> Is that why they keep kicking you out of the stores? You just walk in just saying that, and they're like, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave.
1: Yeah, I've been kicked out of a lot of stores down here. It turns out they don't like you walking in with, like, barbecue sauce all over your face, especially with, like, the COVID fear going on right now. But I always assure people, like, trust me, if that, if that rack of ribs had COVID, it's gone now.
0: Dude, I saw that...
1: Sh- I destroyed them.
0: On the news up here that they found two, de- two uh, dead deer that uh, might have tested positive for COVID. Um, not even deer are safe anymore. Well, in Western Pennsylvania, they were never safe.
1: No, they're never safe. That's why they're hunted.
0: I got some antlers right next to me.
1: I don't have any antlers right next. To me. I do have a. I do have a Morty.
0: that your cat.
1: Yeah, he didn't appreciate that. He just walked away. Thought he's probably him... gonna go. He's probably gonna go piss in my pillow.
0: I thought. Um. Thought you let him run away. No, I just live
1: by myself. I need some type of like Henry interaction with something uh,
0: that's on me. I just assumed you being so incompetent that your cat just escaped
1: dude. without my cat. I'd be like two days away from, uh, getting a volleyball and calling it Wilson.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, if you want to reach out, you got comments, concerns, want us to check something out. Um, Wanna drop a, a letter to Boog congratulating him on being out on his own and making him feel at home? Uh shoot us an email at huntershorrorvision at gmail.com. Uh I'll give you Bug's address. I don't give a shit. Um
1: Uh I do give a shit. Can I can I say something there?
0: You, no, you don't have any votes. Let me finish this uh. up. Um if you listen to the podcast on your favorite a uh, podcast provider like good for you you're doing it you got this shit figured out if not if you're still just trying to figure out who you are on this regular size day um they were streaming on pretty much everyone uh Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You can even check out our YouTube channel, Hunter's Horror Vision. Um the podcasts actually get streamed right there as well. Is then we got a couple other videos there too that they're no good because boog's in 'em. Uh other than that, I think that's that's pretty much our whole deal, our whole thing we got going on here, Boog. You got anything pretty to much. add?
1: Yeah, how hard would it be if uh the fans started GoFundMe to get me like a bat signal? That's a, that's like for me. I see it up in the sky and I'm like, oh boog is needed somewhere. Oh well. You know? I could use a bat signal in my life. Or what, who would who would be signaling you?
0: Would every single know. one of the fans have it, and they would just signal you, and you got to show up? Or are you like you're gonna no. pay for the local town to have it? What's your superpowers? You got superpowers? These are the things you got to think of, Bug. Yeah, with, you know what my superpower is? With great power comes great responsibilities. On this reg- ne- regular day,
1: I just never show up. That's my superpower. When you need him most, he just doesn't show. That's that's bug for you.
0: Classic bug. Classic. Alright, well, if, if you don't got anything else, I think that's it. That's it for the day. That's
1: it for this super, super regular-sized episode.
0: Extra, mega, regular-sized. Alright, be good, people. Check you later. Later.